The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Are there magic words we can use in our dental practices to get patients to schedule, be more comfortable in the office, provide better customer service, those kinds of things? Yes, there are absolutely some magic words we can use, tons of them. In today's podcast, we're going to go over two examples of dental practice magic words. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm your host today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm also co-founder of the Matter Center for Dental Practice Success, where we help dentists and team members and individual practices all across North America. Check out Matto.com, M-A-D-O-W.com, if you want to see a little bit more about what we do. You know, we all get these marketing pieces that'll say like, say these three magic words and you'll be a millionaire by next week. And it sounds really hyped up. You know, it's kind of like, okay, here's how to become a millionaire. The first step is get a million dollars, but it's not that simple, is it? And do these magic words really work? And I have to, I have to admit, I've used some of these things in our marketing for our seminars and programs before too. But there are some that I'm actually serious about, some magic words you can use in your dental practice to provide a great service experience for your patients and to get patients to schedule. Those are the two examples that we'll be talking about today on the podcast. Let's start with just providing a great customer service experience, so to speak. Now, when I lecture, whether it's a half day or full day, I spend a considerable amount of time on the customer service experience, and I do a whole segment on the new patient experience. What's it like when a new patient comes into your practice, even before they come in, the website, the phone, all these things are so important to creating the impression, the very first impression that a new patient will have. And they're like, I don't know, maybe it's not fair to call them all first impressions, but there are 15 or 20 different steps to the first impression that a patient gets, a new patient gets when they call your office, when they look on your website, or when they actually show up. Now, as a dental coach and consultant, I have sat in hundreds, thousands, gazillions of dental practices all across the country, in the treatment rooms, at the front desk, in the reception area. And I hate to say it, but typically when a new patient comes into a dental practice, maybe somebody slides that ugly frosted glass door and kind of looks at them and hands them a clipboard and says, fill this out. Not a very exciting way to greet a new patient. When a new patient comes in, let's face it, it's not like you have 50 new patients every day. You know, you're looking at the schedule. You see there's a new patient there. They've already filled out all their data. So you've got that already. You know who they are when they walk in the door, right? It's no surprise. So instead of just sliding the glass door and saying, fill this out, or may I help you, or who are you, or act like they're not really even welcome in your practice, come on. You see that new patient come in, front deskers out there, stand up, go into the reception room, act excited, extend your hand and welcome them to your practice in the same way that you would want to be welcomed. But now, here's what it comes down to. Are there magic words that you can say to that new patient to let them know they are in the greatest office ever? And I often pose this question at my seminars. I'll say, what are some magic words 
that we can say to this patient right when they enter to let them know that they are in a spectacular practice. And then I say to the crowd, look, it doesn't matter what you say. Every answer is going to be right. I guarantee you whatever answer you say is going to be right. And then somebody, you know, everybody looks around because nobody wants to raise their hand first. And then some brave soul raises their hand and they'll say something like, welcome to our practice. And I'll say, that is great. Of course, welcome to our practice. And the other suggestions. And then somebody will say, well, you should always use their name. And I'll say, that is great. Always use the name, of course. And then someone else will say something like, how about... I'm glad you chose us. And I'll say, that's great. Now we're starting to form our sentence. So we now we've got something like, hello, Zelda. Welcome to our practice. I'm so glad you chose us. That is great. It's a fantastic first thing to say, especially if you say it with sincerity and enthusiasm. But then I say, okay, now we're going to use that sentence. Hello, Zelda. Welcome to our practice. We're so glad you chose us. Now, what's the killer final thing? that you can say in that sense, my so-called magic words that will put you above every practice in the area. And nobody guesses this. And here's the warning, the caveat, so to speak. And that is, if you're going to say these words, you got to back them up. You got to do it exactly what you're going to say. So is that enough of a hint? Okay. My magic words when greeting a new patient or any patient for that matter, here they are. Don't even sit down. We're ready for you. Oh, magic to my ears. I would love going to any appointment, a physician, a dentist, anyone. And when I walk in on time, they say, don't even sit down. We're ready for you. This shows so much to a new patient or to any patient. It shows that you care about their time. It shows that you know how to control your schedule. It shows that you are providing a great experience. Nobody Nobody likes sitting in your reception room. I don't care how many books they brought, how many iPads they have, how, how much they're scrolling on their phone. Some people are just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I don't know what the hell they're scrolling, but it doesn't matter. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to do that. So if your magic words now include at the end of your sentence, don't even sit down. We're ready for you. Then you take them back right away. And I don't mean that BS take back of having them sit in the treatment room chair for 20 minutes. That's not only that trick. I mean, taking them back and starting what you need to do right away. Woo! Those are the magic words with the magic follow through. So those are my greeting a new patient or any patient for that matter, magic words. Now, since on this podcast, as you know, we are known for our mystery shopper calls. The one thing that just about everybody gets wrong is that they can go through the whole rigmarole of answering a new patient's question, going off on tangents, being kind, being informative, all that stuff. And then, as you know, my number one complaint is they don't offer the appointment. They'll just hang up without getting the contact information, without offering the appointment. That is horrible at best, H-A-B, horrible at best. But when you are going to offer the appointment, let's do it using the magic words, which means, would you like to make an appointment? That's good. It's better than most. But if you really step it up and use the magic words, it'll take it to that famous mysterious next level. I want to know, where is that next level? Everybody says we're going to get to the next level. I'm looking. Where is that next level? Well, these are the magic words that will take this part of the conversation to the next level. After you've answered their questions, ask the appropriate questions, you're ready to go for the kill, so to speak, to offer the appointment. Don't just say, would you like to make an appointment? That's a true-false question. 
and you might get it wrong. And if they say, no, I don't want to make an appointment, where do you go from there? So let's make it multiple choice. We'd love to see you as a new patient. We can see you tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. If that's not convenient, we've got Thursday at 4.30 p.m., which works best for you. Those are the magic words to end a new patient call with, or any patient where an appointment is the next step. Those are some of my favorite magic words. I think if anybody ever said that on our mystery shopper calls, I would plot. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. So since we've covered two completely different sets of magic words, let's go to those mystery shopper calls. They are a ton of fun. Before we do, I just want to remind you, speaking of magic words, if you are not using stacks for your credit card processing, what the heck is going on here? Because you are paying a percentage to your credit card processing company every single time a patient whips out their plastic. Why would you do that when you could just pay stacks a low, flat, constantly never changing monthly fee like we've been doing at the Matto Center for so, so many years. They will save you money. So it's time to switch to stacks. Just go to matto.com slash save. You can find out more. You fill out a little form. Someone from Stacks will contact you. They'll tell you how the whole thing works. They'll let you know if it even will be best for you because every now and then somebody might say, hey, this isn't for me. So they'll review your statements if you like. They'll let you know how much money you'll save every month. You will put it on autopilot. You'll be saving every single month with Stacks. Okay. By the way, if you are enjoying the podcast, and I really hope you are because you're listening, you've made it this far, it's probably not your first Rodeo with Dental podcast, please do us a favor so we can spread the word to as many good people as possible. Give us a great review on whatever site or app you're using. If you've got a few extra seconds, just write a little sentence or two sentences about how much you're enjoying the podcast, how much it helps you with your front office team answering phone calls, whatever it is, whatever you're getting out of it, let your colleagues know. Because our goal, as you know, is to help as many dental practices as possible, and you can help. Okay, we are flying this week onto our mystery shopper calls. I, I called one that I've never done before, pretty simple call. I'm just calling random dental practices and letting them know that I have a crown that came off. I lost a crown. What should I do? Well, of course, you know what I should do. I should come in to have that evaluated and either have the crown re-cemented or maybe a new crown prep. I should come in to get a real dentist to look at this thing. That's what I should do, of course. Do you think any of our practices handled this call right? I lost a crown. I want a new crown. What is going to happen here? Okay, we've got a bunch of calls for you today. Let's go over to Command Central. Here's call number one. Calling. This is Carrie. Can I help you? Yeah, question for you. Um, I have a crown that fell off. I want to know if that can be re-glued. Uh, that, you know, something that can be done usually. They can be, yes. Um, there are instances that they can't, and maybe the crown needs to be done, uh, redone or the tooth needs to come out. But, yes, they can be put back on usually. Oh, okay. Got it. And why would it need to be redone? Uh, I... Don't know exactly. Maybe if there is decay, I am not sure really. Or if the crown broke, is it an old Got crown? It. Um, I'm trying to look on it. I think it says uh, 2017 on it. Is that old? Um, no. I mean, not what I was thinking. Old. <laughs> um, I was thinking like 20, 30 years old. Um, but I mean, we can definitely take a look at you, and if we can, you know, resubmit it for you, we can do that, or give you options if it, you know, can't be done. Yeah, always good to have options. Um, yeah. 
Great, great. Thank you so much. No problem. Did you want to go ahead and schedule? Um, let me check on my schedule, and I will call you back to let you know. I appreciate no, you asking. No, no problem. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, not too bad. I love the way when she asked me how old the crown was. I told her it says 2017 on the crown and she didn't even flinch. Oh man, that was great. Um, but okay, let's give her some credit. At the very end, she did offer an appointment. She said, would you like to make an appointment? This shows the danger of not using the magic words because I just said, it's so easy just to say no. If she had said, the best thing to do is to come in and have the doctor take a look. We can see you this afternoon at 4.30 or tomorrow at 11.30 a.m., which is best for you. Chances are, if I were a real patient, I would have scheduled it because she's just as laying it out there, giving me these choices, making it so easy instead of making it true false. Would you like to schedule an appointment? But we'll give her some credit. At least she asked, and she certainly was very pleasant. Okay, let's keep rocking. Next call up. Thank you for calling. Dental. To get you to the best team member, please select from the following menu. If you are considering becoming a new patient, please press 1. If you are an existing patient, please press 2. For all other questions for our office team, please press 3. Your call may be recorded for quality and training purposes. Good morning. This is Stacy. How can I help you? Hi, I've got a question for you. Um, a crown that came off. Is it, is it possible to put those back on? Um, this was a permanent crown. Well, it doesn't seem so permanent to me. I'm holding it right in my hand. <laughs> when did you have it done? When did you have it placed? Oh, maybe three or four years ago. Okay. Um, it depends on where it broke off at. It's something the doctor would need to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so see. hard to, um, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, but typically, can they be just pop right back on there, or is it usually like getting a whole, like starting from scratch again? It just depends on where it broke off at. Yeah, I see. It broke off at actually at Wendy's. <laughs> On your tooth. <laughs> oh, 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 I see. Okay. I, that all makes sense now. All right, Christine, well, thank you so much. All right, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Oh, man, it depends on where it broke off at. Just throw in an extra preposition, and uh, that'll make me schedule. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Also, permanent crown, probably a word we should never use. Nothing's permanent in dentistry. Nothing's permanent in this world. When you use a term like permanent, boy, does that set a lofty expectation that nobody could ever, ever, ever match. And, of course, she made no attempt to offer the appointment. So let's keep going. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Is this the dental office? Yes. Yeah, I have a question for you. Um, I have a, a, a cap, cap or crown. I'm not sure what the difference is. It's one of those two. Um, and it fell off. Is that something that could usually be put right back on, like re-glued? Are you been here before or is it the first time? It will be the first time. Do you have insurance? 
Um, I do have insurance, actually. What insurance do you have? It's called like um, Delata Dental, something like that. Del Deltam, Delat, something like that. Okay, because she needs to do X-ray and exam first, and then she's gonna give you like all the information. Mhm. I see. But can they usually be glued back on? Excuse me. Can they usually be glued right back on there? Okay. Um. So you asked something about crown, right? Right. You have. You want a new crown? I want a new crown. This is a song by Huey Lewis, I think. Well, I have the old crown. I, I was just curious if that could usually be used again because it looks like it's in pretty good shape. Yes, but um, she needs to do exam first, and she's going to see, like, what happened with the crown. Mm-hmm. I got and it. What do you think happened with it? Yeah. You can give me the information, like, for your insurance or... Because we need to check the insurance first, and then we can make the appointment. Ah, uh, so like, like the insurance might not cover getting a crown put back on? I don't know yet. We need to call the insurance. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, I see. Well, thank you very much then. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I don't know why she answered by saying hello, good morning. She's certainly very pleasant. And hello, good morning is generally speaking a nice way to answer the phone, but not in a dental office, right? At least say hello, good morning. Thank you for calling, you know, whatever, Greater Falls Dental or whatever name of the practice is. So that's a little mysterious because a patient, especially a new patient, won't even know they're calling the right place. Then she kept bringing it back to insurance to the point of she wouldn't even be willing to make an appointment until they called and checked my insurance. Insurance, insurance, insurance. I'm telling you, we hear from practices saying, my patients are so insurance focused. All they care about is what their insurance covers. Well, duh, look why. This practice was 100% focused on insurance. It's all she cared about. Wouldn't even make the appointment. Woo. Okay. Insurance, look, I'm not saying insurance isn't something you need to know about. I'm not saying dental insurance isn't great in many circumstances to help our patients afford the treatment they need, help them afford the treatment they need, not pay for the treatment. That's a discussion for another day. But my point is, she was so insurance focused, I would guarantee you this dentist and team complains that all their patients care about is what insurance covers. We feed this stuff to our patients. Okay, next up. This is Celeste. I may hope you... Hey there, Celeste. I've got a question for you. Um, I have a cap that fell out, and is that something can they usually be um, just put back on, like re-cemented? It really just depends. Um, you know, we had, would have taken X-ray, but our doctor's out um, for the next three weeks. She just had a baby, so. Ah, Mazel. Yeah. Are, are you a patient so, of hers? No, I've not. I've never been in before. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, so you're just kind of shut down for three weeks, it sounds like. Well, yes. Uh-huh. Basically, we, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations <laughs> to everyone. Okay. Well, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. <laughs> sure. Bye. All right. Wow. They're just shut down for three weeks. Look, I some practices would not do that. They'd get a locum tenum, some kind of temporary dentist, some situation, I hire an associate. It's funny. I think my first, my, I was, when I was first hired as an associate after my residency in one of my 
many crazy associateships before I had my own practice. I swear, I think the guy hired me because he was about to go on a three-week vacation. He like hired me under those circumstances. I was there for a week. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And then he went on vacation for three weeks. I was like an associate hired as a temp. And I didn't last much longer after he returned either. There are solutions to this. Obviously, this practice chose not to do that. And that's fine if that's what they want. If everybody's cool with that and they just want to have the phones covered and not have the doctor in for three weeks, well, if they can tolerate that, it's not great. You get emergencies. You, you know, you have to stop treatment in the middle. I'm, they're probably a better solution. But what I wanted to say was I think at least they should have somebody to refer to when a patient, even somebody who's not a patient of record like me on this call, they should at least have someone to refer to, even if the local oral surgeon says that they'll take all emergencies um, or, you know, dentist down the street that you have a good relationship with. Let's at least find something so we can recommend to our patients what they can do if we're not going to have a doctor in the house. Is there a doctor in the house? If we're not going to have a doctor in the house for three weeks. It's so funny. When I first had my own practice, one of the local oral surgeons said, hey, um, if you're out for any reason, you know, you can't see an emergency or, or you know, you, you're on vacation or it's the middle of the night or whatever, um, send all emergencies to me. You don't have to send to a general dentist. I don't care. I'm here to support you. I'll re-cement temporary crowns. You know, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll see kids. Even though I'm an oral surgeon, it doesn't matter. I can handle any emergency you have. So send all your emergencies to me. That way you don't have to worry that a GP is going to steal your patients. I really wasn't worried about that until he put the idea in my head. So sure enough, I sent him all my emergencies. I was out of town had a patient that lost a temporary. I sent them to this oral surgeon and the patient came in the next week to have their regular crown placed. And they said, what's with that doctor you sent me to? So the whole time he's complaining, saying, I'm an oral surgeon. This isn't what I do. The board of oral surgeons do. I was respecting temporaries. They had my license taken away. It's like, God, I feel so guilty. I'm going to have this oral surgeon lose their license. It was just Come on. If you're going to take call from me, let's be sincere about it and not, not tell our patients that you're going to lose your license. All kinds of craziness in dentistry, isn't there? All kinds of crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, let's do one more call. Maybe, maybe we'll finally get a great one here. What do you think? Let's find out. This is Janice. How may I help you? I have a question for you. Um, I have a, a crown that came out, and I'm just wondering what I'm supposed to do. Can that be re-cemented, re-glued? It, it possibly can. What we'd need to do is get you in for the doctor to do an evaluation and an x-ray for us to determine exactly what treatment would need to be done. Uh, and who am I speaking to? Oh, this is Jerry. Hi, Jared. Have you been to our office before? No, I have not. Okay, excellent. Well, let me be the first to welcome you. I would love to make an appointment for you. When did the crown come off? Um, it came off about a week past. Okay, all right. Now we can look at our schedule for tomorrow. Would tomorrow work for you? Oh, you know, I'm not so sure tomorrow's going to be good. Okay, excellent. What about on Thursday? Would morning Thursday or afternoon be better? Okay. Would Thursday morning, morning afternoon. or afternoon? Wow, well, yeah. Um, I think the a.m. will be better than the p.m. A.m. Excellent. All right. Well, this Thursday, September 7th, we have at 8.30 in the morning. Would that work with your schedule? Okay. I've, I've got to tell you something. Yes, sir. 
this is actually a mystery shopper call, and you're doing amazingly well. Oh, and I would like to congratulate you. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's not very often somebody is so friendly and genuine and offers up an appointment that quickly. So although I'm not a real patient, I'm going to tell you this, that you, uh, you passed with flying collars. Well, thank you very much, Jared. I appreciate the, uh, the info, okay? I'm always looking to improve my skills, so I appreciate that. Way to go. Thank you so much for playing. All right, sir. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, 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 winner. I, you can just tell the second she picked up the phone that she was a total pro, and she was really well-trained, and she just had that friendly tone in her voice, yet the confidence that she knew she was going to help me. I, it's just hard to explain sometimes just that tone of confidence that she had, and she really, really had it. And she asked my name, and she said, let me be the first to welcome you to our practice. And she said right away, the best thing to do is to get you in for an examination and x-ray. And then what do you know? She offered up some good times. She said, we can see you tomorrow. I said, that's no good. She said, we can see you Thursday. Would morning or afternoon be better? I said, morning. Then she offered a time. This is like one of the greatest mystery shopper calls in the history of our podcast. I'm going crazy for something that every single dental office should be doing, yet so few do. I could, she was just well-trained, pleasant, totally professional. If you're having a team meeting now, let's have everybody take this as an example and say, this is how we are going to handle our phone calls. I don't even know who you are. You're a mystery person. And now you're just gone with the wind, lost and gone forever. But I would like to congratulate you on handling that call so beautifully well. That is going to do it for this episode of the Dental Practice Fixers. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. Hey, you want to send me an email? You can reach me at rich, R-I-C-H, at Maddow, M-A-D-O-W.com. Our website's Maddow.com, M-A-D-O-W.com. And if you are a practice owner and want to talk to me about anything, any challenges, situations, questions you're having in your practice, you can put some time on my personal calendar by going to maddo.com slash chat. Until next time, thanks so much for being part of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast family. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Bye now. Bye.